Director and writer Eric Vitan wrote and directed his first acclaimed short film, Friendly People, in 2010, and he has written and directed 14 short films since. His work includes different genres, stretches from high realism to stylized comedy, and his new short film, Night Ride, was awarded the Audience Award at the Norwegian Short Film Festival and has since won five awards at festivals around the world. It has also been nominated for an Academy Award in the live action short film category for this year's Oscars. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Oscar nominated film director Eric Vitan to the show. Welcome Eric. Thank you. Well, I tell you one thing, I enjoyed the film very, very much, but what was the inspiration for this film? Inspiration for the subplot of the film, the whole tram ride, uh, came from uh, um, an experience from a friend of mine that, uh, you know, he was pretty young at the time and, and took off with the tram. Uh, was almost like Ebba did uh, in the film. And, uh, and I thought that was a nice uh, way to, to uh, start a film uh, because the, the main theme is 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 a kind of a microcosm of society on on uh, the tram which would you know contain um, the story and and also have the social issues that were uh, were the theme of of the story so so that was uh, the kind of the the subplot that um, that uh, uh, bookends the, the the film well you know when shooting a short film um how difficult is it to create the plot and and have have a, have this film move uh, in a way with with actually with such grace in a short amount of time? I mean, you, instead of filming a two-hour feature, how much work is it harder to do a short film? I would say you have to be pretty disciplined uh, when you just have 15 minutes to uh, to tell the story. So um, so it has to be pretty precise. Um, you don't have too much slack there. And also, I would I'd say uh, it this our story in particular has quite a few elements. So it was a um, I would say probably challenging to to uh, to fit everything in, but also to balance the you know, the humor and the seriousness uh, of the story. Well, what was the casting process like for this film? Yeah, that was interesting because um, our uh, our first uh, initial audition was for uh, uh, for the main role were, was for uh, women in general in their 30s. So then uh, Sigrid uh, uh, turned up at that uh, audition and uh, and she uh, was you know did a great appearance and um, but what was uh, it was not initially written for a person of a short stature uh, and uh, and in that way it, it was very positive that that we were be we were able to um, to uh, that she was so good that we could include her in our film in this film because yeah uh, she really she, she really is she was the best candidate and she does a wonderful job in this film you know when i watched the night ride and i really studied it as close as i could to really get the full meaning of this very powerful film that you created 
And when I went back to take a look at it, I kept looking at Ebba. And like you said, a, a person short stature. And I thought that it really added an extra element to the film, especially about the way society judges people and also the side of society that thinks that bullying is okay. And you really had two different people in this film that experienced uh, the same type of bullying. So Eric, I really love the fact that you did cast a person of short stature in this film. It added that extra element to the whole storyline because of the way society judges people on the outer appearance and also to the element of bullying. And so it, to me, casting Ebba really amplified the whole message of the film. It, it did. And it was very, very uh, valuable for us that, that also the, uh, the main character, um, was, um, a person uh, a bit different that also uh, Ariel is. I'll do that again if if you're okay. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so we were very lucky that uh, Sigrid um, joined us because you know her appearance in the film is also um, uh, mirroring the other character. Uh, Ariel, because they're both different and they're both uh, uh, targets of harassment, which which also they have, you know, this this in common and they kind of join uh, or uh, see each other, uh, uh, recognize this in each other, which is a good thing uh, for the film. So it's, it, it's in a way, it's a film about how it feels to be different. Indeed, and one of the other elements that I, that I really had to think deep about by watching Night Ride was that Ebba was confronted in making a decision. Do you just look the other way or do you stand up for someone else? And, and I thought that was a very powerful message in the film. Yeah, thank you. That is... Yeah, that is that is that is a critical moment uh, because um, uh, and that I think a lot of people can identify with. Uh, we we all have had these moments uh, in our uh, personal lives, like day to day encounters, or or you know on the, on the bigger scene of uh, uh, things that we we kind of don't want to look at or engage or you know uh, empathize with because it's it it. it it can confront uh, us, and and I, I would say uh, I I find myself uh, I can find myself in that part uh, in one way, just wanting to draw the curtain, and and another another way like spit like you feel like you feel you you want to engage, but but it's you have to summon. Uh, some courage to do that, especially in, in Ebba's case, uh, which is, you know, she's these two bullies, they're kind of uh, uh, outnumber her and uh, an outsize her. So, so it's, it's, um, it's, it, it is, you know, pretty much the core of the drama of, of the film 
because a long a long time she she also does something that we can identify with she tries to she, oh, look the other way or kind of um stay in 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 her comfort zone until she she can't do it she doesn't have the conscious she she has to she has to engage she has to try to to make a difference well let me ask you this because i was i was trying to figure it out why did you have ebba steal the tram yeah so that that uh, connects to to the um, uh subplot of of the film that i wanted this film to uh, have a, a start that that didn't uh, immediately um, give out what it was about, so that it would take some twists and turns before we get there. And also, I I, I think that uh, uh, there is a, something of the of this theme for me. This might might uh, seem too metaphorical, but but this this uh, theme that you're not in control of your life you lose control of your life and 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 that's something i can identify with at, at least you know you suddenly you're on this ride and you don't know like uh, how 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 can you uh, deal with situations and 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 i i feel that a little bit uh funny absurd maybe even surrealistic that that suddenly you're 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 stuck on this ride and you can't really get off. <laughs> it, it, it reminds me of Buster Keaton, if, you, if you've seen his uh, films, you know, from the silent film era. Yeah, de definitely so. And, and, I, and I'd love, now that you explain that, it makes perfect sense to start the film off that way. So that way the viewer doesn't figure it out so quickly can you talk about the uh, lgbt aspect of the film i i can because i was in in development you know the general thing was a social issue so uh so but we we wanted to be very particular about this and uh and my producer heidi arneson uh was in development uh, suggesting this theme and and i thought straight away that that uh, that was a good idea uh, also because it gave it gave the story uh, some uh, possibilities and and um, that has been a very uh, good ride for us because i was so i i'm i'm not very uh, i haven't made um, uh, a film uh, specifically for for uh, LGBT community before or, or LGBT festivals but this film has actually um, uh, made a difference uh, for a, a few people that I you know it it, it was screened in uh, St Petersburg where where the festival is threatened by uh, forces outside you know that that are very hostile to the LGBT community and to be able to unite, it's it's almost banned. For in certain places of the world, it's still forbidden. So so then it it uh, it, it grew of of even more importance that uh, that it was it was uh, such um, that this 
this uh, theme means a lot to a, a lot of people that are are very um, uh, vulnerable uh, in many places of the world, including Norway and and I would guess the U.S. as well. Yeah, and I love the fact that, and it doesn't matter, you know, who you are as a film viewer, a film watcher. And ladies and gentlemen, you know, if you know if you have a problem with LGBT, don't use that as an excuse not to see this film. And the reason being, this film has a lot of important factors for all of us to grow as people, to understand that we're all different. We all know what harassment is. We all know what bullying is. We may have grown up being bullied in school, uh, but we can all take something from this film. And Eric, you did a fantastic job. What I also loved was that how important um, it was to have uh, Ebba to be the one who shows understanding to Ariel. And, and again, it, it's amazing how her short stature makes this film larger than life. And I can understand why the LGBT community loves this film because they completely understand what it's like to be harassed, especially for those that are minding their own business. Mm. And that's what I, when I, what I picked up from this film. We all like to mind our own business. We don't go around trying to wear a label or a tag. We're just wanting to live our life the way that we see fit, but we don't like people crossing into our space, disrupting or causing a problem. And I, this film, I can see why this is an award-winning film. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy. And you can't foresee that when you're making the film, you, you feel that this is, this is something important. You feel that, that this is also, uh, uh, it, it is a story that um, can be viewed from all uh, of all people also because it's it, it's entertaining I, I i feel that you know it's it's uh, it's pretty uh, um funny at times but it, it's also serious when when uh, when it comes down to that and uh i'm just i'm just uh, happy and kind of overwhelmed that it has been received so well uh, and so broadly it's it's uh, quite amazing actually well, was there anything particularly difficult to film? Oh yes, there was. Uh, so um, being on a tram uh, that is, uh, you know, in traffic, regular traffic, um, during, you know, if wherever you shoot on a tram, there's windows, there's reflections, there's uh, these things, and and Sigri had to learn to drive the tram because she's actually driving the the, the tram for real. And in traffic, you know, with with, uh, with a very short uh, uh, span of time to, to, but but she just um, she just overtook that whole, uh, you know, she was she was she was uh, she didn't have to act. She was in, in engaged with the driving and and what was going on 
behind her and she just was very alive in that uh, um, you know in that situation you know it's funny that you bring up filming in the tram and dealing with the windows we have the same problem when we go and have to film on location and when there is a situation where there are windows you it forces you to change it forces you to change your camera angle not to get your own reflection in the glass when you're actually filming somebody else and 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 you actually had because of the windows on both sides that posed a, a little difficult problem then right well, especially when there's about 12 uh, persons in the crew that, that uh, have to, uh, you know, where, where, where do they go when you're filming the, the, the whole tram and it's supposed to be empty. So it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> they're all under, underneath the, the seats and, uh, and it's, uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, it, it, it was fun. It was challenging. It, it was at night, you know, we had to keep awake, be alert. Uh, and, um, and a lot of planning had to go into it to, to, to make it work. But uh, then... You know, well, how long did it take you to film it? We had five, five days, which means, uh, you know, you, you get uh, three minutes of, uh, of uh, live film each day. Um, yeah, that, that was enough time, but uh, it was pretty hectic. It was uh, as it always is when you make a film, but, but here a lot of things could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, for you, what does it mean to be nominated for an Oscar? Ooh, yeah, I, I have to be honest, you know, in the beginning, it was kind of unreal. It was like, okay, so you had to pinch. I was pinching myself and, and, and feeling like, that was so totally unexpected, but also it's so it's so far away from what I could imagine that that I I, I couldn't really believe it. That, but then we went to LA for to join a, a lunch, and and that was amazing because it was so uh, yeah. Well, Oscars is just larger than life. It's it's so spectacular, and to be a part of it is is, is great. And uh, and I have to say, it was. Also, it felt very good to to be among uh, so many uh, beautiful, wonderful people um, that that I look up to. You know, I think one of the coolest things is that once you're nominated, you'll always be known as an Oscar-nominated director. But if you win, you'll also be known forever as an Oscar winner. I mean, can you fathom the idea? Of picking up that golden statue. Yeah, well, thing is, can I dare to 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 dream about that or or, or think about that? It's um, at the moment there's been so many things, so I haven't really uh, been able to to you know wonder about that. Uh, and it it's and isn't it like that? You kind of don't want to dream too much because I. Come, we've come so far that I, anyhow, I'm, I'm really happy. But, but to, if, if, if it would, uh, would, would win, and, and I would like to ask, add that that it, it doesn't only mean a lot to me, but it means a lot to the crew, and it means a lot to uh, the Norwegian film 
uh, industry, you know, prof professional film industry like Oscars is 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 a uh, very high regarded in in Norway, and uh, yeah, it would be pretty amazing. Well, you know, I I always say, dream the dream, dream that you've made it, dream that you've if you you know you win because you never know. And, uh, but I, to me, it never hurts to dream, dream big, but Eric, you have created a absolute fantastic film. Uh, is this film available for, um, the regular audience to, to see this anywhere? It actually is. Yes. It's, it's on, uh, the New Yorker, uh, webpage. So, so everybody in the U S at least. Of what I know, can see it there, and and it is also uh, should be available on on a few other streaming platforms, uh, other other places in the world, including Norway and, and yeah Europe. Well, I have to hand it to the New Yorker because they do support short films and do offer the platform to see a film like Night Ride. And ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you to see this film, Night Ride. It's beautifully shot, it's cinematic, there's some funny moments, and there are some serious moments, but every single one of us can relate to Night Ride. We've all been there one way or another, we know what harassment is like, but I think today, in today's society, we need to learn to stand up. Maybe stand up for ourselves, but we also need to stand up for those who can't stand up for themselves. So, Eric, you have brought not only a powerful film, but you have brought a powerful message to all of us, and we thank you. Thank you for saying that, very kind words. You're very, very welcome. And again, ladies and gentlemen, head over to The New Yorker and check out the film, Night Ride. I encourage you to do so. And hey, I will see you next time. <laughs>